Good. Oh my God, did no, you no, hear no, my no, voice no, crack? No, no. Did you hear yeah. it? Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Sunday Morning Tangents with a couple of tan. Jans. Thank you very much for that, Danny. I wasn't sure if you're going to come in. You're a little delayed every time. I tried to do it really slowly this time. I didn't start. Oh. I didn't start the stream. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't start the stream. This is all a work in progress, Danny. This is it our is, first time is. doing no. this. So, this is our first time actually this is a, streaming a bike on Twitch. On well, we don't want to copy them. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Sunday Morning Tangents with a couple of tangents. I am one of your hosts, hosts Jason, alongside my beautiful tangerine, I, Danny. No skill. No skills, 89. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. No skills. It's dance skills 89 for any other. If you guys want to play with me, some COD. What else do you know, play? Titanfall 2? No. No, I wish. I wish. On PC. I could play on PC if you guys want to play. What about that other game that nobody played ever but you liked? Uh, the Division 2. That one too. No, not that, the other one though. Anthem? Yes, thank you. There you go. If you guys want to play Anthem with him, he's been looking for somebody to play with. Hey, man, just roam around the world, you know? Exactly. Um, if you guys don't know, for those new listeners, you can now follow us on Twitch. We are going to try to stream live while we record. So that should be fun for the people who can catch us live. Usually we stream on Saturday or, or Sunday mornings. Keep Turn those notifications on. Make sure you guys are attentive to that if you guys want to follow us. Talk to us on chat. We're, we're listening and watching live on the the chat's going to be, what do you call it? In the scrolling. Um, yeah. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Sunday Morning Tangents for both. We're getting this thing going, Danny. Yeah, yeah, we get it. You know, slowly but surely. Like Slow, this. <laughs> slowly but surely. You know? Yeah. What do you mean? Why are you laughing like that? <laughs> Because, you know, it's starting to become a business, Jay. It's starting to become a business. And I like it. So we're going to be on Twitch. Um, apparently, to stream live on, on YouTube, you have to you have to wait like 24 hours. But eventually, maybe, well, I don't know if we're going to record tomorrow on Sunday. On the actual Sunday morning, I'm not sure if we're going to record. But we are going to stream there at the same time simultaneously. So that should be fun as well. And it's, you know what we should do? What's that? We should do some let's play. Let's do like ev let's do what everybody else does. Some Sunday morning tangent let's play. Maybe some some games that everybody's familiar with. Fortnite. I don't know. Some Warzone. You know. That sounds or like a some great time. Phasma Phasmophobia. We also promised and teased a few months ago our you, you sorry your um, mm -hmm. live stream that oh, you never yeah, did. Which I never did because I haven't had time. You haven't had time. Plus, also, I'll be wanting to do it with people. I cannot do it by myself. That's boring. Well, I, I think you just need to come up with a date. Because you know how my brother, like, how he does his things these days is yeah. with his kid. He needs to have a schedule. You need to tell him. Excuse yeah. me. Sorry, I'm burping. You need to tell him ahead of time. And me as well. Like, let me know ahead of time. Just, we're going to do yeah, it yeah. this date. Does it work with you? Yes. Okay, let's do it then. Okay. All right. Welcome to our business meeting, everybody. Yay. But yeah, just let us know and 
you'll get people. You'll get people coming in and out. We have a lot of, of friends that, that I'm sure will join us in random times. You know, you'll get the Christians at night, the, the Jasons in the morning. You know, I'm always... I'm always more available in the mornings and noonish, you know. Jason, what happened to you? What do you? What does that? What mean? happened to you, man? What does it's that mean? This is you. You get so sleepy so quick at night. Well, I mean, I work. I work early in the morning, and yeah, I wake up early. I wake up like at five or six in the morning every morning. It's, it's. Are you a are you a morning boy? Is that the, what you're gonna tell me? No, I don't even. I don't even think I'm a morning boy. Well, the thing about me, Danny. Is what I always say. When I'm awake, I'm awake. I, I'm. I don't. I wake. Okay. When I'm out of bed, I'm awake. I wake up. I don't want to get out of bed. I. I hate it. I hate getting out of bed. But as soon as I get out of bed, I brush my teeth. I get in the car to go to work. I'm up. You know. I'm like yeah. jamming. I'm those. I'm that annoying person you see on the freeway jamming out in traffic. Yeah. What? Well, once you go to? This is. I. I noticed about you, Jason, since the first time you. You gave me a ride. When you pick me up that time in CA. <laughs> Good callback. <laughs> Anyways, I am you are it's like your routine for you. It's like a ritual for you what? to pick up a song and start writing. It's like you need writing. The music. Oh writing. Writing with writing. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Um like you do what, what's the question? Driving. It's like it's a routine for you. I was just saying it. It's um, a routine for you to pick up a song and music. You need to have music when you're driving around. You know what? It's kind of changed a little bit, though. I've been listening to, to more podcasts because sometimes I do get a little drowsy while I'm driving. And uh -huh. if I have a podcast on, it kind of keeps you engaged. Like if you're part of the conversation, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I've I been I listen to Kind of Funny or, or Dan Lebatar show. Those are Or on Mondays, it's always Sunny Podcast. The, from the okay. Toy Sunny in Philadelphia crew, they do their podcast every morning and every Monday. So Monday mornings, I know because they upload like at six in the morning. They upload really early, so that's perfect for me. Um, so I get in the car. I I know in the mornings it's going to be there available for me to listen to, and I get that one out of the way while I'm at work. Dan Lebertard show, and it's a okay. sports podcast, but they get off on on tangents as well, just like us. Hey, they copied us, like I think. Us. They copy us. They copied yeah, us. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I do get in the mood to listen to music, and it—I don't know—I don't really have a go-to. I okay. just—I just go on my, on my liked songs. I put shuffle and, and I, I let Jesus take the wheel, if you know what I mean. Uh -huh. yeah. Anyways, I don't know what to say, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's great content. That's great. Anyways, um, today we have a big topic for me, Danny. As always, as you know, I love to do is, which I think we're doing too much of maybe, but whatever. You guys are in for it, in on it. Um, we we're talking about the Oscar nominations, those that were released Tuesday morning, this past Tuesday, whatever date that was, January twenty fourth. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you did, you did the honors of watching some movies, some nominated movies, and which what, I tried to watch all of them. The only one I couldn't watch was The Fable Man because it's still on theaters. I'm not gonna have to watch it in theaters, and I did want to watch a uh, woman talking because it looked really interesting. It looked really sad too. It it and the cast. I'm surprised. I don't. Oh. I gotta look at the nominations again. But the cast was pretty great. I had Frances McDormand, um, the the actress from. Oh geez, I'm not gonna remember because there was so many of them. But it, let me yeah, look it up for you. Real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got Claire Foy. 
Jesse Buckley, mm-hmm. who's been killing us. She, I believe she she won last year for Best Supporting Actress. She did Men. Yeah, she did Men. Yeah. Very underwhelming mm-hmm. movie. But she did win um, for Best Supporting Actress for her role in The Lost Daughter. So she's great. It's got Rooney Mara, Frances McDormand, and the previous two that I that I said. So that's a great cast. It's a great cast. It's great crazy. white cast. Frances McDormand, I think she's the one who won the something right a couple years ago with her she, movie yeah. Nomadland or Nomad or something. Nomadland. No, yeah, that that. Nomadland, and I think she also won for um, uh, three billboards in, in that one. Southern city, city and state. I don't remember what the movie was. But the three billboards. Yeah, she Frances McDormand's been killing it for the past few years. I don't think she got a nomination for Women Talking. Um, it seems like people aren't really talking about that movie, <laughs> except for women, I guess. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm actually excited for that movie too, though. I that's the only Best Picture nominated movie I have not seen. I haven't also seen because I wanted to save out to watch it with the knees. Is uh everywhere you haven't seen that one no so i didn't have time to watch it i was gonna watch it but i didn't have time to watch it jason because i was trying to watch every single one movie a day because you know i had to work and everything and it sucked because i didn't have time yesterday and i really wanted to watch that one and i know for sure i'm gonna like it sorry danny i I, sorry to cut you off i just it needs to be said though you had time you just chose to play call of duty instead Uh, oh that's that is true that is true. I can you know what? I yeah, can't there. Yeah. So what I want to do, Danny, I'm over here on the Oscars.org website and I want to go down the list of the nominations and talk I'm a little a, bit I'm about a, them. I'm already here, baby boo. That's beautiful. I'm already here. I, I do want to skip through some some of the more technical ones because not that I don't have appreciation for them, but you know, that people don't generally care about some of the more technical um categories. Yeah, yeah. So let's start with actor in a leading role. The nominees are Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inisherin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nighy for Living. I was going to watch Living the other day, but it started at 7.30, and I got a text message asking if I want a hoop, of course, <laughs> virtually, in NBA 2K23. <laughs> and it was tough to decline that. <laughs> this one, Danny... This is a, a three-man race. This is Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, Brendan Fraser. This is between them three. It's going to be surprising to me if any of the other two, if the other two win. Um, these three have been killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan Fraser won in the Golden the Globes. Well, right? They won the Golden Globes for he won the Golden Globe for um, in the category of best uh, best male actor. Uh, then you want to you want to say who people because look I'm bad with names oh if I know I'm bad with names of this of actors and stuff like that so we're trying to go through this quick then sorry yeah yeah. no 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 I'm saying that he's famous for doing Tarzan no no (laughs) Church of the Jungle (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what he's famous for yeah and also uh for people who didn't know uh in the Mummy you know he's the main actor from the Mummy who unfortunately and looney tunes and uh, um the looney oh, tunes yeah. live action. unfortunately yeah. he went he stopped receiving roles is gonna this is gonna be very exciting danny this this oscars because there's there's him and the little kid from uh the goonies and uh indiana jones indiana these are jones, these yeah. both of these actors are actors who just you know kind of just became forgetful 
people forgot about them for a long time mm-hmm. and they went downhill and now they're making comebacks. So it's great. It's a, it's great for them. So that's mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser. Colin Farrell is the penguin from the new Batman movie. Um, he's from SWAT. You remember SWAT? Yeah. Oh, I remember SWAT. Colin Farrell, I... very underrated. This he, this guy's you, you got range. You know what? You're right. He I w- I would consider him kind of like a, like the same as a Tom Cruise. He has done so many movies. A lot I, of movies. Know, I think lately, I think he has more range range than Tom than Cruise. before more range than Tom Cruise Tom Cruise okay. before would take on like serious roles where he, he showed off his huh <laughs> wait he did cocktails there's a movie about oh. cocktails yeah he showed off his acting range before well actually not really he was always well in Tropic Thunder I guess he had comedic oh. chops in there but that is true Colin Farrell he's okay. it, I, yeah he's very underrated I'll yeah. be happy if he wins um it, by the way, everyone in this category is a first-time nominee. So it's going to be one of these winners is going to be the first, their, their first win. So it's their first nomination and first win. So that's going to be fun. Austin Butler as Elvis, though, I think that one might steal it. I think I think he might st- mm, I don't know. We'll see. I think Austin Butler carried the movie Elvis. Did you watch Elvis? Uh, so okay, this is what I was gonna tell you, Jason. Don't get mad at me. I was not interested in watching that movie at all. I'm not gonna get mad at you for that, no. But, but I I know who that is because you know I watched some. I I want to get a little prepared as watch some of the scenes, and yeah, I mean that's Elvis. I mean I'm pretty sure he took a long time to understand how he was watching movies. It took like I think it was videos. two years. Yeah, two years preparing looked, for the role. Yeah, so he did a pretty great job. I thought you didn't watch it. No, I said I didn't watch it, but I said I, I watched some videos since. Oh, That's okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he no. he really did carry the movie. I thought the movie does not des- it doesn't deserve a best picture nomination. Um, yeah, and if it would have been someone else, I think the movie would have been even lesser. And if it didn't have Tom Hanks in that terrible accent and that terrible, uh, he, <laughs> not a good performance in my opinion. I'm sorry. You are hating on Tom Hanks. I'm sorry. So far. It's just his accent was just weird. I don't understand. <laughs> He was what? Southern? Southern? No, it like, wasn't even Southern. I don't even know what kind of... It, he was, I think, I think he played a European. I think he was from Europe. It was a weird accent. But uh, Austin Butler was great in it. I don't know who's going to win between the three. I think Brendan Fraser might... Ugh, that's what I said about Austin Butler. I don't know. Look, I'm cheering say, for Colin Farrell, though. I'm cheering yeah, for Colin Farrell. Yeah, I was going to say Colin Farrell is the one that I, I kind of want. The Colin Farrell movie is called The Banshee of Inishirin, which, Jason, can you... Look- just quickly. Oh, okay. You know what? Let's just we'll talk about that. it when we get to the we'll, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. we're just going to talk about the, the yeah. categories. So, who are you cheering for? Let's let's go through who you're Colin cheering Farrell. for, and then who you think. Well, I, I don't know. Well, you will just say who you're cheering for, then we'll talk about that. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm also cheering for Colin Farrell. But I can see how Brendan Fraser right now is getting like the you know he got a already the Golden Globe award and also. It's like he's coming at comeback. People are like, "Oh my god, I remember calling, uh Brendan Fraser. He's so good and people are loving him." He's like right now on social media, he's so high up, so I can see him. Yeah, cuz I haven't too. seen yeah, I haven't seen Paul Mescal on After the Sun and I've heard me. he's great in it. I, yeah. I, I after the After Sun unfortunately is not playing in theaters around me, so I haven't been mm-hmm. able to watch that one. I do want to watch Living though, so. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to watch those before the Oscars. 
Um, okay. Okay. Colin Farrell. We're cheering for Colin Farrell. I wouldn't be surprised if Brenda Fraser or Austin Butler win, though. I don't think anyone. I don't think if either of those three win, people are going to say they were robbed or the other was robbed or anything like that. I don't. I don't think. Maybe Brendan Fraser. I think if Brendan Fraser doesn't win, I think people will be a little upset just because he's built that cult following now. Yeah, he has a yeah big cult following. And by the way, we the reason why well Jason has been a fan of Oscars for a while, but over the last three years we've been watching live. Love it. The Oscars, and we've been having so much fun. And last year, we really it was like the Will Smith slap. The Will Smith slap. We were like, oh, this is like a scare or something. Yeah. And we're, <laughs> we were watching it live. We didn't know. And it was just so straight. And we were like instantly going to Twitter. And man, Twitter is so fast. They're fast. Those people are fast. They're fast. And we find out that it was not a skit. Will Smith actually slapped. Keep and that's when. his name out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, the Oscars is kind of like the high of highs of, you know, of, you know. Because it's, it's it's movies as well. All the famous actors, everybody's there, and you're trying to have a show to to run a show really professional. And when something like that happens, I can just imagine the guy like, oh, oh. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah we, yeah, we started doing that. I convinced you and Adrian to join me yeah. because I I I love award seasons. I love award shows. I don't care. Well, mm-hmm. I guess I don't watch all of them, like the VMAs or I didn't watch the SAG. But I like to watch the big ones. It's very exciting for me. I like watching winners win. I like watching their speeches, seeing them get emotional. I like that. So, and if I, you guys want to watch it with us, maybe we can stream it this time. Yeah, maybe, I, I think you know, we. Yeah. I think that was part of our plans. I think we yeah. are going to want to stream it, or at least be live react, do live reactions while we're streaming, or yeah. while it's on, we'll be streaming on Twitch, giving live reactions, maybe. That'll be fun. Um, Sunday, March 12th, 5 p.m. Mark your calendar. Mark it. We'll be there. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on to the next categories, actor in a supporting role. Um, Brendan Gleeson, also for Banshees of Inisherin. Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway. Causeway? Causeway? Mm-hmm. Jude Causeway. Hirsch for The Fablemans. Barry Keegan. Keegan? It's it's Irish, so I don't know exactly mm-hmm, how they pronounce mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. For Banshees of Inner Sharon and Ki Hui Kwan, I think it's how you pronounce it. Uh, this is, this is yeah, he's going to win this one. I, I think so, too. I yeah. think so, too. I, when I saw Jude Hirsch, I mm-hmm. thought that was going to be the kid who pl- from the Fablemans. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's, I think he was the grandpa, if I remember correctly. Um, he was the grandpa in the Fablemans, and I was actually very surprised that he got nominated. I, I've i heard Brian Tyree Henry, who is from Atlanta, who's Paperboy. Um, I heard he was really good in, in this movie, though. The the Causeway? Oh, yes, the, yes, from Causeway. Yeah. Uh, Brian, yeah, Brian Tyree Henry, Paperboy from Atlanta. I heard he was really good in this movie with Jennifer Lawrence. So I think he might be the, the uh, dark horse. Um, Brendan mm. Gleeson, I... I think he's the only other one, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he did. I mean, he was really good. Yeah, but yeah, he's, he they're really always good. good. That trio, the writer director, I forget his name. I'm sure he'll come up right now because he was nominated mm-hmm. for best director and writer. Um, him, Brendan Gleeson, and and Colin Farrell. They also made In Bruges together a few years ago, and that's also another one, Danny. If you liked the Banshees of Inisherin, you'll like In Bruges. 
Okay. It's the same type of feeling, and that one also have rough has uh, rough finds, but it's same same vibe. A little okay. darker, maybe. I think it's a little darker, uh, but that's that one's also a good time. I mean, all these movies are kind of dark, but like I said, when I was watching these movies, is art. What's it called? Artsy fartsy. Artsy fart. I mean, I don't know if that's the proper term. That's just <laughs> what people say. Artsy fartsy. These movies are artsy fartsy. <laughs> There's some, there's a reason why I started to like it because I don't know they got they're, they're just interesting they just they're the acting what makes it great because I can see the actors they too tend to put more I don't know more more they just get into these roles that they play in, instead of the big movie action ones well, I, mean, I don't know film filmmakers actors people in film that makes these type of movies are known to be a little pretentious and be very theatrical and they they take their art very very seriously which they should um yeah but that's what well, that's why because they it's their career it's they want to win an oscar they want to take this i mean austin butler he spent two years preparing for the role, so of course he's going to want to win that Oscar, mm-hmm. and he put his his heart into it. He says he says that his accent now is still from his all his preparation. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens disagrees. I don't know if you saw uh, that. She no, put, I didn't see she that. Laughing or I'm yeah. laughing. Whatever she said, but she she doesn't think his accent is is authentic at this point. But whatever. Um, yeah, we think this is going to go to Kihui Kwan. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing, but from everything everywhere all at once. And I'm cheering he, for him. I, I hope yeah, he wins. He's the kid. If you guys haven't seen Dylan Jones, he he's the kid from Dylan Jones. He's also, I think that he's Yeah, in the second one. He's also the kid from uh uh Travel in Little China. What's it called? Oh, oh I never God. saw that one. I I don't I'm oh, not sure okay. if he's in that. But I'll I take your word for the it. Kid yeah. Uh let's correct me if I'm wrong now on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Or Twitch. Or Twitch for the live audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like you said, Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram. Um, moving on to actress, best actress in a leading role. Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie, Michelle Williams for The Fablements, Michelle Yao for Everything, mm-hmm. Everywhere, All at Once. And this one, Kate Danny, Blanchett. Yes, I, I think it's going to be her. I think when yeah. I first talked about this movie a few weeks ago, I think I said she will win. Um, yeah. But, but, Danny, I think things got really interesting when Michelle Yao won for, in the Golden Globes. Yeah, that is true. And she's been getting a lot of awards and praise from that movie, which I haven't seen yet, but I've seen that she's been getting a lot of praise from that movie. I and... think I think she's definitely changing. She's shifting the, the narrative a little bit for who's going to win. I think when I've watched Tar, I've seen both of them, and I, I saw everything everywhere all at once in theater of, so when it first came out, I don't remember what month it was, but when that first came out, then months later I saw Tar, and I was like, yeah, Kate Blanchett's got this in the bag. Like, no no question. But we we are in a, in a point where the award shows are getting criticized for not being very diverse. And I hate to say, I don't even mean to say Michelle Yao would win just for being a person of color. I think she's deserving and I think if it wasn't for Kate Blanchett's performance, I think oh, it would have been Michelle Yao. But I think it's between them two. I'm sad Michelle Williams, because Michelle Williams was amazing in The Fablemans. I mm-hmm. loved her character. She really makes you... She's great. But mm-hmm. I think it's between Michelle Yao and Kate Blanchett. And I, I think if they're going strictly off of performance and 
prowess in the movie, I think it's Kate Blanchett. But I'm not going to be surprised if Michelle Yao comes out with the with the win in this. When we get to the best picture, we'll talk about Kate Blanchett more because, I, like I said, I like that movie Tar a lot. So, so people can be like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, I, I think I'm cheering for Kate Blanchett in this. I, I don't. Yeah. I think she should win, but we'll yeah. see. I, I mean, I hope, kind of hope Michelle Williams wins, though, but I don't think it's going to happen. All right. Anything else for you, Denny, on that? No, no, no. Like okay. I said, I haven't seen the Fable Maze. It's still in theaters. I haven't had time to go watch it. I, w- yeah. I wanted to rent it, but apparently it's like 20 bucks to rent it. Oh, like, what the hell? No, 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 no. All right. Actress in a supporting role. Nominees. Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Hong Chao for The Whale. Mm-hmm. Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Inisherin. Jamie Lee Curtis for everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. Stephanie Sue for everything, everywhere, all at once. Stephanie Sue, which was the daughter, was great. I think she was really good, and I think the both of the supporting role categories, Danny. I think, in in my opinion, are are a little weak. Was she on Chen Jing? I don't remember. Shang. Shang, she yeah, it says her here that she was in this movie. Who was she? Who I did she play? Who did she play? Are you sure? I remember seeing her. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. remember her in Shang Chi. I also don't remember Shang Chi very well, though. <laughs> you know, you need to watch it again, Jay, because it's it's actually I was I enjoyed that movie. I was like, oh, Danny, I don't see her. Oh, she was Sue. Sue, S O O. In Shang Chi, so I'm, I don't know. I don't remember this character in the movie. I don't remember her. E. She must have been in there really quick, but she was yeah. she was really good in everything, everywhere, all at once. I but I okay. think just based off because there there is sometimes um a repetitive repetitiveness in winners between the Golden Globes and the Oscars and other award shows. Mm-hmm. And Angela Bassett's been winning, so I think she might be the favorite to win this. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Carrie Condon from the Banshees of Inisherin did enough. I think they're already happy with Colin Farrell and Donald and uh, Brendan Gleeson. There's a scene that I, I got it. I was kind of like, "Whoa, is this gonna turn to a brother and sister kind of thing?" Ew, Danny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was no, like, they're just poor and they lived in a small little town. No, so... no, 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 no. She said, Did you feel lonely sometimes after. Danny, get your yeah. head out of the gutter. <laughs> get your head out of the gutter. That's what she said, man. And I was like, Because after the. Okay, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. I, I don't know. I think Angela <laughs> Bassett might take this, which honestly, I think it's because of a weak, so weak category again. She did. Mm-hmm. She did really good. Like she was really good in what kind of forever. I just don't. It's just weird to me that this is. I don't know. I don't know. It's always weird okay, for me to yeah. see superhero movies getting these actor nominations because they never. It's They're always just. Way. It's always good enough. To it's always just good enough. It's never like wow they they fucking ate you know as the kids say they ate that shit they ate that role. And I guess she did. She did, right? Maybe. She was good for in what kind of forever, but she's been really outspoken of 
after that like you know so yeah i don't i don't know we'll see i'm again both same thing for the actors in supporting role they they're a little weak where i think kihui kwan is gonna win not because he did because he deserves it but you know mm-hmm. the the ones that are kind of a little forgetful also and we'll see we'll see for those um next category animated feature film and okay nominees guillermo del toro's pinocchio marcel the show Which, have you seen it have you seen it yet hold on puss in boots the last wish the sea beast Ooh. and turning red i've only seen one of these movies unfortunately but turning red i have yeah, not seen pinocchio which i want to and i have not seen marcel the show with shoes on which i want to watch in theaters but it was a quick release and i just didn't get around to it i think it was only in theaters for a couple weeks I saw a trailer, one trailer of it. It looks so endearing. Yeah. yeah. And then Puss in Boots has been getting a lot of praise. A lot. People love this movie, so I need to watch this. I haven't heard of the Sea Beast. Uh, Pinocchio has been winning, though. That one's been the winner, so I, I think that one might come out. I have I don't have much to say. I, I need to watch that movie. A time. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, cinematography. Nominees. All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light, and Tar. What do you, what are your Oh, Roger Deakins did Empire of Light. That's the movie with um uh Olivia Coleman. Which this also was a quick release. So I didn't they, there's only one theater around me, Danny, that releases these type of types of movies mm-hmm. generally. And mm-hmm. it's it's by my job where sometimes I'm too lazy after work to go. So I did want to watch Empire of Light. There's like one showtime that was at 10 p.m. You know, your boy's not staying up for another two hours <laughs> till midnight. I th- oh, yes. I did watch this trailer for this movie. I I was like, is this like a love between I don't about Hollywood and like or no, no I don't know. I was, I was trying to understand the trailer because it's like, oh, between a love of a black man and a elderly white woman but i was like it's more than that it's always more than I, that I, I i i don't get it jay so i, I, need I to think watch i think this is more about olivia coleman's character this movie mm-hmm. and her going i don't i don't know i haven't seen it but i want to watch it i mean especially now that i saw that it's roger deakins that's hall of fame who's roger deakins hall of fame cinematographer he he loves his silhouettes and i love a good silhouette he did the cure um I think he did do a Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Oh but my I was going to say the assassination. He did 1917. He did Blade he did Runner 2049. Blade Runner. Um, yeah. Prisoners? He, Whoa. This, he, no, no he's, country for old men? He's, yeah. Uh, he, he's Hall of Fame cinematographer. He, I, I'm telling you, he loves his silhouettes, and I love a good silhouette in movies. No, yes. Oh, man. Sicario, by the, by, by the way, uh, uh, no Country for Old Men, I recently has uh, watched it, and I was like, why Why didn't watch it again years ago? It's, yeah. You, you need to watch the movie. Everybody needs to watch the movie. It has one of the most intense scenes. And it, it felt like a horror movie at times. Honestly, it has a couple of really intense scenes. It has a couple yeah, I mean, that could be categorized as the most one of the most intense scenes. Yeah, uh, it's... Yeah, watch it. Just um, watch it. 
Bardot, the false chronicles of a handful of truth, I think was um is a um uh, Inaritu or the other guy, the other Latino who I always get them confused. But this is this was his his success well not successor, but this was his follow up, his second movie after not a second sorry. This is movie after Rome. Roma? Yes, Roma. And Roma. I th- I heard this Bardo movie was not very good. I don't think it's it's doing. Per- I don't think it's doing well. I I think people are disappointed because it's Inarritu. So it's like this guy mm. makes makes hits. He makes good movies, except for this one, I guess, because I think the only nomination it received was for cinematography. Okay. So, I don't know if it'll win. I think it's gonna go to All Quiet on the Western Front. Oh, this is the guy who did the Birdman. The director. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I th- I think it's. I think cinematography is going to go to all quiet on the Western front, but this is one of those where I'm not sure how they, it feels like a very um, obje- uh, subjective category mm-hmm. where it's like, I like the way they did that, or I like the way that was filmed more than this one. So I don't, th- I don't know how this works exactly. Um, moving on though, costume design. I don't have many thoughts on Danny. Nah, nah, just skip it. Okay. Directing. Nominees, I want to talk about directing a little bit. Nominees, The Banshees of Inisherin, Martin McDonough. Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Daniels is how they're going, The Dans. Mm-hmm. The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg. Tar, Todd Field. Triangle of Sadness, Ruben Oslund. This is a really competitive field, Danny. I, I, I haven't seen two of these movies, so I don't know how to say about The Fablemans or Everything Everywhere All at Once. So... I'm saying you. I I was I was in those two, so I don't know. I would say in between this one, the other two that I seen. Ugh. I I don't. Ugh. I'm I don't not know. sure. I, this is a very competitive field. This this year, these. Yeah, this is really. These were all great movies. These were all top notch movies, and these were all directed really well. Mm-hmm. I feel like Steven Spielberg is the sweetheart. He is the he's Steven Spielberg. So I think he might come out with the win because it's Steven Spielberg. Unfortunately, sometimes the names take the wins. Sometimes, not always. But he was really good in it. He was, I mean, I, I've said it before. I say it all the time. Steven Spielberg knows how to direct kids. And there's not too many kids. But the but the lead who plays Steven Spielberg, uh, mm-hmm. he, he was really good in it. The little kid. Well, he's not that little. But the kid was really good in it. I, I don't really like kid actors danny i don't know if you know this about me i don't know if i've said it on the podcast before i don't yeah, like, you don't like kids. i don't like them being in movies sometimes because they're not <laughs> good and i know they're kids obviously they're kids they're learning how to act they're getting there they're gonna except get there. the the little girl from black phone oh my god i re- that it came across my twitter timeline that scene oh. where she's crying and i was like <laughs> i almost cried while i was at work <laughs> i was watching Uh-oh. it at work and i was like oh my god i can't this is just so real her, it, her she, oh, yeah heartbreak yeah it gets me every time man she you was great. she was great and black phone if you haven't seen that movie definitely watch that movie it's a uh, yeah it's not a scary movie but yeah it's that really little the, oh my god yeah so anyways steven spielberg i mean he, he's he, he you know he's steven spielberg yeah so i don't know i don't I'm cheering for him because I, I 
really like the Fablemans. But I, I, I don't know. I think yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I feel like all of those movies, Ava, the director, they tell him hey, this is the script, and they they put it in 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 visually. So I think I haven't seen the Fablemans so, or everything everywhere once, but it's so fun too because each each one of these directors, well, except for Todd Field because he I think he's only done like one other movie or this is the his directorial debut. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. you could see their their influence, their style, their type of directing you could feel it through it all like banshees of Inish Aaron, you could see how he likes to direct his his cast and how he likes to use his camera and same thing for the fablemans steven spielberg is really good at his camera work i love his and lighting camera work. and lighting that's funny that you say that because it, it finishes with a funny lighting um yeah sequence, like the, the end of the movie it finishes with a little nod that's his thing. Oh, really? Because that's yeah, his thing—the yeah, yeah. lighting. He—he yeah, he had fun with that movie for sure. He's yeah. been because it, it's—it's a little bit of a movie. Uh, we'll get that. We'll get there. Yeah. This is just about directing. I don't know. I don't know. I—I I, I don't know. So we're just gonna move on, all right? Because I don't know who's gonna win that. I can't wait to watch this with you, Danny. Documentary you know feature yeah. film. I've only seen one of these. I haven't seen none of this, so. I do want uh, real quick because I only saw yeah, one of them. Yeah, it, was, yeah, it was recommended on the Dan Lebertard show. They have this, this guy who comes on who used to own the Marlins and he does others, mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff. Anyways, Navalny. This is about the person that was running against Putin in Russia. And I'm telling you, this shit is like a movie watching this documentary. It okay. is insane. I I highly recommend watching that that, that documentary. It's on HBO Max. It's, it's Putin's crazy. Greatest enemy. Pretty much, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. They don't even say Navalny's name. Like he, yeah. you could they well in the documentary they show footage of him talking about Navalny, but he just says this person you talk about that character that guy. It's never Navalny's blah blah blah. Like Danny, he. I'll, I'll say this. He he poisoned Navalny. And it's all on. Oh, you're right. This is the guy who was in an airplane and he was yes. like having problems. And he was like, oh, shit, he got poisoned. And he still tried to, they couldn't try anything to keep him out. Dude, there's a, oh my God, there's a scene yeah. in the documentary where there's a, I don't want to say too much, but there's like a realization that happens. And mm-hmm. I was watching it at night the other, a um, couple nights ago. And I, my heart, like, it sank because I was like, yeah. holy shit. Like, this is real. This isn't just the movie. Like, this guy just straight up said, I'm, I'm not going to say too much. But it, no, yes, yes, you, you're right. It gets this your guy, blood I, I did when the news was going on with him trying to, you know, do all the things that he was doing. And I was, yeah, I was learning about him. And <laughs> that part where he's like putting his family in danger so he can. Oh my God! He's not directly putting in, his family in danger. In, but... in his defense, his his family is in on it. They they are yeah, in yeah, the yeah, same yes, line yes. with what yeah. he wants to do. Yeah, they support him and everything. Yeah. And like, but still, to almost kill, poison him. They did like, poison we, him. Almost killed him. Or they almost killed him. I yeah. don't know. You have to watch it. They kind of. Uh, you have to watch it. It's really okay. good. If you're ever in the mood for a documentary, Danny, I, I haven't seen the other ones, so I can't recommend the other ones. I don't know if which one would win, but that's the one that was I heard was 
I was recommended, not me personally, but it was recommended on the podcast, so I checked it out. Yeah, the men the pudding couldn't kill. Crazy, crazy. Um, documentary short film, I don't know much about. Um, film editing, I don't know much about this stuff either. Banshees of Inisherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere, All at Once, Tar, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> the deferred top, deferred editing, everything that we hear about Top Gun. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Actually, I think we should just glance over. I never know how these, yeah, how these are graded. International feature film. I do want to say one quick thing about this. I read off the nominees. Yeah, All Quiet on the Western Front, Germany, Argentina, Argentina, nineteen eighty-five in Argentina. Close, Belgium, E.O., mm-hmm. Poland, The Quiet Girl, Ireland. And there's a huge snub in here, Danny, that I'm, 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 I'm mad that's not in there. Decision to leave from, okay. from South Korea. I, I don't know how this didn't get nominated. Very popular director and writer. Great performances, great story. It, you it, did mention this before. Yeah, I mentioned it previously. Yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was one of my... um. Uh, whatever I forget what it was. outside my top ten, but I really like the movie. I'm just want to say I'm I'm disappointed it's not nominated. These other ones must be good. I got to check out the other movies. I've only seen All Quiet on the Western Front. Man, that movie made me sad. Man, this was one of the movies I was watching. And I was like, God damn it, what? Oh God! But I'm watching the trailer for this decision to leave. Holy shit, that fall! I know it's CGI, but Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. And the decision to leave. This guy just fell down for the rock or something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. This oh, is God. this is one of the weirdest love stories out there. Yeah, it's a detective investigating a man's death in the mountains meets the dead man's mystery wife <laughs> in the course of his Dutch. Oh, so he's falling in love with her while he's trying to help him find out what happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then it kind of turns the other way around. Whoa. And this is the director of, of Old Boy. So it's like oh. he likes his endings. He likes to have fun with his endings. And the the end of this movie is it, you leave the theater a little like, fuck, like shit. What? Okay. Oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 What, what, with Old Boy, <laughs> the ending of that movie. Uh, yeah. Performances okay. in this movie were really good, too. Um the directing was really good. The writing was so, or it was a very original movie. Like it was a fun idea that he executed, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm disappointed this didn't get nominated. I'm surprised it didn't get nominated. They must be tired of Asian movies, I guess. The Academy fucking up. So we'll we'll move on. So I I, I think All Quiet on the Western Front is going to win just because it also got a Best Picture nomination, and that's usually how, you know, that's how things yeah. go. Um, next category, makeup and hairstyling. I'm sorry, I don't have much opinions about it. I don't know who will win. Um, best music, original score. And I got, I don't have much to say here. I don't have much to say <laughs> I mean... here. I mean, none of these really stood out to me. So there's all quite, actually, I take that back. Let me read out the nominees first. No, all no, that, that was, yeah. Uh-huh. Babylon, The Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablements. We're really getting. Same movies over here, aren't we? Yeah, but can I say something? Absolutely. Uh, I know what you're going to say. Say it. I feel like on the Bashes of Inisherin, but also the All Quiet on the Western Front, though. That's what I expected. I, it, it was just like... Dude! <laughs> <laughs> it's 
spot on. I was, I was like, okay. It was putting me into a mood. I was like, oh, God. Dun-dun. And then, of course, it's other movies. Uh, but I don't know. I'm surprised Tar is not here. I know it, it it's is, a movie. Of, it is a yeah. little surprising because it is a movie about music about, about uh, yeah uh, about an orchestra, orchestra and the composer so it is a little surprising but i i think john williams again is john williams he's a classic mm-hmm. so but i don't think it's gonna win babylon won justin Hurwitz, famous for la la lands and um i think he i think he won for la la land but his music whiplash so then uh first man was also really good he won for the golden globes all quiet in the western front was like you said it was great that shit was haunting, just as haunting as the movie was. So I think it was very appropriate. Okay, can I ask a question, Jason? Absolutely. Uh, is it is Netflix not doing a good job promoting these movies that they make? Because All Quiet in the Western Front, it, I don't that movie. It's it looks like a multi million dollar movie. It's just, I don't know how much it costs, but it's hard to promote foreign movies in America because Americans mm. are already lazy about their reading and and subtitles. And this is a German movie with only subtitles so people are, i mean true. americans are just lazy it's just that is yeah it's hard to promote that you could only promote yeah. it so much um so i don't it, it came up on my netflix often enough it came to mind too yeah maybe maybe that's maybe that's why they promote the most and maybe the, yeah they cannot really promote a lot since they're already putting so much money on making the movies i actually i don't know i don't think this movie was too expensive i don't know we'll have to look at the numbers but it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like a movie that was very expensive because it was location wasn't too expensive i'm guessing it's out there on the fields i don't think i don't it's true i don't think they They never see really big there's some explosions but it's not even a lot of explosions I was just it just felt like a really expensive movie yeah. and it, it 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 looked like an expensive movie. Oh Jason, you should see on my TV. God damn I love this TV. <laughs> oh my god, man. But yeah, yeah. Um That's yeah. I so I was I went to go watch Babylon, Danny. I don't remember if I told you. I think I did. Yeah. I think we talked yeah, about it. Yeah, you did tell me. Yeah, because you, you you that's one of your favorite directors, you know. Well, I don't know. At this point, <laughs> he's a hit or miss. He has two great movies, Whiplash and La La Land. And then he has two mediocre movies in Babylon. And... So it's half and half? Yeah, it's like half and half. So, you know, he's 500 right now. He's a, in sports terms. He's 500. Okay, um, okay. But Justin Hurwitz, he, he does good music. But there are so many times watching this movie and listening to his music. Because I watched it after they, after he won for the in the Golden Globes, Justin Hurwitz. And mm-hmm. I was trying to like get a little extra ear for the music. And there's so many times where I thought it was going to turn into the La La Land score. And because it, it sounded so similar. So I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. It feels like he, it, it's variations of the La La Land score at times, not always. It's still a good mm-hmm. score. I don't want to take away from it. It's still a good score, but I don't know. I think I enjoyed all quiet on the Western Front score a little bit more too, like you. Damn it, Jason! Right now, Lalin at the ending part. <laughs> when he's um, playing the piano. Oh. Ah. Okay, we gotta let's, yeah. let's let's go through this. Um, best music original song. Do you have much to say about this, Danny? No, like I said, I I still need to watch a lot of these movies. So, 
So, um, applause. I don't know. Uh, Diane Warren. I don't know. Tell her like a woman. I don't know what that's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold my hand, Lady Gaga. Lift me up, Rihanna. Natu Natu, which won the Golden Globe. And this is this is a life. By this is sorry, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. No, I was yeah, just sorry. gonna say who it's by, but it's a lot of names: Ryan Lott, David Byrne, and Mitski. Lyrics by Ryan Lott and David Byrne. So I I don't know who's winning that. I I watch. I I, I Jason, you need to watch that movie. Everyone keeps saying. This. I keep saying. I keep seeing. It's it. not. Look, it's not the greatest movie ever. It's just over exaggerating of the thing. It's like. Uh, a really Bollywood, Bollywood had a lot of money and they made this movie. Ish, but that song, that's not do. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. It's a long ass movie, by the way. Yeah, I've heard it's like three mo- three hours. Yeah. Which, Danny, real quick, I'm yeah. tired of this narrative, this discourse of people saying. The movies should be shorter. I I just it's just I just don't agree. So you you agree with James Cameron? Well, I just don't see if I don't know why people are complaining about it. I don't. They they're okay. The thing is, they're okay watching two hour forty five minute movies, three hour movies if it's Marvel movies, because they just want the action. They just want the action, action, action. And I just don't agree. I, I think Babylon on the, you know, to contrast, Babylon was too long. <laughs> um, that was three hours also, but that one did not need to be three hours. They could have cut out a lot of that movie. But then there's movies like The Batman, which that is about three hours, I think. It was two hours 50, something like that. And I was, I think about it and I'm like, I don't know where they would have cut out, what they would have cut out. I'm sure there could have mm-hmm. been stuff to cut out, but I enjoyed so much of it that I'm glad they didn't cut out much of the movie. They sh- I, I like the length yes. of it. I feel like if if you if a director feels like okay, I there's so much stuff that we're cutting out, and that's when you're like, oh, you might have a problem because you need you need those minutes to explain your movie better. Like Avatar, like you said, Avatar did a pretty good job. I, I like the length. I, I it, it was perfect to me. It was perfect. Damn. Um, I think there's no the good, the bad, the ugly. It's one of my favorite movies ever. That one's mm-hmm. about three hours, and I'm glad it's three hours. There's so much of it that I'm enjoying throughout. So. I just don't like that people keep saying movies should stick to 90 minutes. Because, I mean, I don't want to watch every movie like 90 minutes. Then there's probably so much you're missing out. There's movies that I'm watching where I'm like, I don't want this to end. I want to keep watching this. And if it's just 90 minutes, and I don't know. Let's move on from that. It's a topic for another day. We got, get, we got more I, categories to go through. I, I get it, Jay. I get it. Don't worry. I get it. Anyways, I hope Lift Me Up wins, though, because I love that Rihanna song. You know what? Yes. It was in my top, top. It was in that Spotify rap for me. It was in there. And it, it only came out like two months before the end of the year or something. I listened to that song a lot. I loved that song. I hope, I hope, uh, I hope listening to Rihanna doesn't take me to hell, but yeah. <laughs> listening to Umbrella? To Umbrella. Um, <laughs> before we hit Best Picture, let's, let's, let's go to these. We're writing real quick. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll go through these too quick because there's writing adapted screenplay and writing original screenplay. And what mm-hmm. I want to say about these two. All right, Danny, listen to this. All right. Okay. Okay. Everyone keeps complaining. There's another another one of my complaints about people saying movies are too long. And then he was saying that movies aren't originals. 
what do you mean they're not original? There's literally yeah. five movies right here, and there's only five of the whoever knows how many movies that are being made original. These are original screenplays. Ben, the Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fableman's Tar, Triangle of Sadness. These are all original movies. What are people complaining I, about? I, the, the one... Oh, God. I, I cannot explain to you, Jason, how The Banshees of Inisherin. Is that one of them, right? Yes, for yeah. original screenplay, yes. Okay. I will never ever thought of a movie writing of that I don't know. I will not think of that. I'm like, oh yeah. You know, there was there it's... was a couple people on the Dan Laboratory show. They were talking about movies. I was getting uh-huh. so irritated listening to them. Just stick to sports guys. I'm just kidding. I pre- I don't know if they're ever, they're probably never gonna listen to this, but I'm just kidding. I love I love them. They're great. I just got into them and I love them. Um but yeah, they were saying how could you make a movie about this? Like, how, how? Like, what's the point of it? And they sounded just a little bit like they're they're giving up on it so quick without watching and finishing it and thinking a mm-hmm. little more thoroughly and critically about it. Like they're just taking it for what they saw on the, on the trailer and they're saying, "Wow, oh, that's a weird. How could you make a movie about that? That's dumb." And I was like, "Wait, you're." Uh, I was just yeah, a little no, like, no, "No, no, no, no." There's, there's. Yeah. reasons and points to it and it's about um forgiveness and other themes and shit like that but i was like Man, there's a lot there's a lot in that like oh god poor what's his name oh god what's his name the kid oh man oh my who plays like we don't want to say too much people <laughs> might watch this okay but i uh, think so in this category screenplay this is uh, there's a lot of pretentiousness in this, which is why I think it's going to be Tar. I think it's going to be Todd Field for Tar because that movie is just. I think it's be that one or Triangle of Sadness. Tar I because think... it's just really freaking pretentious, and I'm not going to front. It is a lot of that dialogue was like tough to keep up with because it, it oh, is man. very uh, sophisticated, especially those first like 30 minutes. Yeah, and oh, I was like, Oof, I need, like, I need to slow down a little bit for me, please. That, yeah, those thirty minutes, and also when she said the teaching the kid, like you know when yeah. they're, oh my god, he was just like, why did you play? Oh my god, I can see why that one would win, but also I haven't seen everything everywhere all at once, and it looks confusing to me, Jason, for somebody who hasn't seen a movie. It's, and it's not. Let me say that. Okay, okay, it's just a lot of things everywhere. They do. <laughs> They do it so well. Like, okay, I wouldn't be surprised for any of these winning. I'll be a little surprised if the Fablemans wins, actually. Not because I think any lesser of it. I just, I just think these other four movies, the writing in it is a lot better. Like I they, mean... they really wrote the shit out of these movies. And everything, everywhere, all at once, it really su- succeeded. And like you said, it does come off a little confusing. Like, what's going on in this? And they made that shit work. Okay, like, they, to... they made that shit work, dude. Can we get to best picture already? The hold final? on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. Okay, okay. Writing, adapted screenplay, All Quiet on the Western Front. That's a remake from a 1930s movie. Uh, Glass Onion and the Knives Out. Yes. Three. I think, I don't remember if Glass Onion was the actual book. Knives Out was a book. So I don't know if they consider it adapted because it's adapted from the, from the first one. I don't remember. I, I haven't. The reason why I haven't seen this one is because uh, I thought that you had to watch Glass Onion first, like the, the you know the oh, original. Yeah. I don't know if you have nice to watch out. it, but then you don't. You nice out. Yeah, yeah. But it's it, you said no, but then it looked like everybody know each other. 
Mm, but no, you don't like have to a, watch it. It's different, different cast. Oh, different group. So, different group. Okay, okay, okay. The first one has a different group. The second one has a different group of people also. So you don't have to By watch the, way, the first one. But it's better. I don't like. I don't like Brian Johnson, but. Oh, because <laughs> of what he did with the Last Jedi. Let's not talk about it. Living, it's... which is adapted from a Kurosawa movie, I did not know that. Um, I forget what the movie was called. Kurosawa is a Japanese filmmaker from, like, very, Kazuo? very, very famous. Very famous. Uh, from, Whoa, like, the 30s, okay. 40s, 50s, something like that. Top Gun Maverick and Women Talking. I don't know what these two are. I think Top Gun Maverick just because it's the second. So I don't think... I think that's why it's adapted screenplay. Um, I don't think so it's going to be Glass Onion. Can I add something, Jason? Yeah. What does uh, screenplay pretty much means? Is the the like script. The... Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Best okay. writing. is the, the screenplay is what the script is called. So pretty much when they get the story, and then they, that, that's when they start writing the dialogue for the actors, and then like, what do you, what this yeah. person's going to do. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. A few Oscars ago, I don't remember which one it was, they did a really... I like the way they presented the nominations because they would do like... um. So if it was Best Original Screenplay, they would show like the the text, the actual screenplay with the nominees. Uh, it was really nice. Gotcha. And they did that for like each category. So they showed like... I really liked it because it, it, it probably took a lot of effort. But they mm-hmm. sh- would show like best visual effects, and then they would show like the visual effects that were put into the movie. It was really cool. I'll show you. I'll show you after. Okay. If we have time. Okay. I don't know who's gonna win that. Honestly, I. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. The writing. I. I, I like all quiet on the Western Front. I think. I think that one actually might win because everyone's saying that. I. I. I this movie. I can say it surprised me. I love war movies, great. but this movie was just sad. Yeah, it's a different... and on the German side. <laughs> yeah, but it. But it's so ant. I saw this. Yeah. I saw this near. Uh, I saw this uh, somewhere else. I don't remember where, but they were like, "It's so funny seeing all quiet on the Western Front and Top Gun being." nominated with each other in the same category because yeah. Top Gun Maverick is kind of pro-military and All Quiet on the Western Front is is um, anti-war. It's such it, an anti-war movie. And it's so funny it, that they're being matched up with each other. That's funny because you're right. Top Gun is like, how cool you are with yeah. fucking driving a fucking jet. <laughs> oh, how horrible was the World War One fighting in the drenches? Oh, God, terrible. I, so and I think, like, but I yeah. think All Quiet on the Western Front is going to win because everyone says how good of an adaptation from the from the original is. Like okay. usually those adaptations aren't that great, but there people are saying this is as good, if not better, than the original, which is already recognized as a great film from the nineteen thirties. Gotcha. Um, yeah. but blah blah blah. Let's move on to Best Picture nominees. The, All the Quiet. Big one. The big one. This is the big one. This is the exciting one where people are, yeah. ooh, uh, yeah. winners, La La Land. Just kidding. It's Moonlight. Did, you still heard by that? By the way. No, I'm not. If, this is 2016, right? No, so 17 Oscars, right? If I, uh, I think it was. Oh, you might be right. It was yeah. 16, 17. 17, 17, yeah. 17, yes. And I remember everybody. Everybody was like, oh, La La Land, for sure. La La Land is going to win. And then they say, what was it? So well, <laughs> bef- before we we get into the nominations, Danny, I want yeah. it, the the way the Oscars works and the the winners, it's it's a little confusing because mm-hmm. it's kind of weighted. So how many nominees? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
and pretty much it's it's kind of like we're gonna uh, the f- number one on the person's list gets 10 points right they get 10 mm-hmm. points so let's say you have a, uh, all quiet in the western front gets 10 points and then the one at the bottom of their list would get one point so that would be whatever it is women talking i'm just putting names in there okay, okay. so then it gets weighted and maybe someone liked women talking 10 points so then it, it's like i can't up. even explain yeah it goes up and it's not exactly what how many i don't know how to, how to like properly explain it but it gets a little confusing and it sometimes the most average movie wins like green book because a lot of people liked it just enough while maybe a different movie people really really loved and they would give it 10 points but someone someone else might maybe didn't like it at all so they give it like one point so this is the this is just to give those movies who really people didn't really see a lot but to give a chance like well, this is a good movie even though people didn't see a it's, lot no it's not exactly that it's just oh. the way they they weigh it because again like so green book might have been like in the middle of the pack for like all of it but mm-hmm. it was in the middle pack for everybody Mm. instead of being at the bottom like a different movie being at the bottom so maybe you think all quiet in the western front was a 10 uh adrian thinks it's a 10 and i don't i think it's a one so i keep it mm-hmm. way in the bottom but we all agree that avatar was about an eight so weighted yeah. that's gonna push avatar a little bit higher and that yeah. one will end up winning even though you you guys thought it should have won it's complicated okay. it's it's weird I, it's not it's not perfect. It's not a perfect system, I don't think. I don't think anyone thinks it's a perfect system. But I don't care. It's it's freak it's great. I love award shows, all right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. Let's read off the best pictures. <laughs> you have fetish? You have fetish for award shows? I I love them, man. They're just a good yeah. time. It's like this it's how I feel even like um in in sports championships like the finals and someone wins i like seeing them receive the trophy it could be barca losing to real madrid in the final i like to see the winners winning the trophy i don't don't know i like it all quiet on the western front avatar the way of water the banshees of inisherin elvis everything everywhere all at once the fablemans tar top gun maverick triangle of sadness Women talking. A lot of these movies we've seen before. And it's very curious what they're doing here, Danny. Because I have a theory. I have a theory. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It looks to me like half of these movies are popular movies that they want. The Oscars wants to be like, you know what? We got to pretend like we're hip. We got to pretend that we actually care what the average audience likes so we're going to nominate half of them the other half is going to be movies that we think should actually win based off of previous oscars and the reputation the oscars has i think danny the oscars should stick with their pretentious ways i don't think they should if you want to watch if you think black panther should be nominated how about you go watch the vmas right you go watch those like People Choice Awards. <laughs> I think they should be separated. I don't think there's anything wrong with them, like the People Choice Awards, or th- it is what it is. Just like the Oscars is what it is. You don't. I feel like it should stay pretentious, just to stay serious. I I do agree with that. With especially with uh, Top Gun Maverick and 
and of course Avatar, of course. Those movies, I. You're right. It might be people who are they, they they're like okay, they they just literally put whatever people will other people because other people watch the Oscars, not just the the pretentious people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, let's put right. movies that they can be interesting and be like, Give them hope. they like the movie. Yeah. Because those two movies made billions. Yeah. Those two I mean, movies Avatar became, I think it became the number four most um, uh, in the box office already. There we go. And also, and uh, so when you compete against Woman Talking, who I'm pretty sure not a lot of people have seen it, we haven't even seen it mm-hmm. because it's in theater, we haven't had time. And so. Yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, they're just I, doing that. I I think because look, I, Top Gun Maverick was a great, exciting movie that I everyone loves. I haven't met one person that's seen it and says that they didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Top Gun Maverick. I don't think it deserved the Best Picture nomination. That's not what the Oscars is about. It, it's not just about the excitement and the action and any of that. It's a good movie. Like I said, I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. I've seen it like three times now. And not once, not neither one of those times that I feel was I not excited for the ending. I, it I always gets me going. If this was the case, I would have just put the Batman. I mean, that's the, oh, oh, you mean the movie? The, I mean, the, yeah, 20, I thought you meant the Dark Knight for a second. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the movie. It is. It is it is curious how it didn't receive more nominations. Actually, yeah, uh, I think that one it, the, for for Michael Giacchino deserved a best um, score nomination. I think that true, that score true, was yeah. great. That score was amazing. But I like okay. So Avatar, Elvis, Top Gun, Maverick, and a little bit of Everywhere, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I, I'm a little that one. Ugh, I don't know. I don't want to actually batch those into that category, but those. Are four movies that are really popular that I think they were like we gotta we include those because we want to keep it relevant. Avatar I loved was not best picture worthy. Elvis nowhere near best picture worthy. I think that one that here that takes it is maybe All Quiet in the Western Front. And, you uh, think maybe oh. Tar. I, I well I it also I was gonna say Tar, but then again Tar all it had was just you know scenes from where were the Julia Arts. And like his her nice apartments and but it was beautiful shots. Well, this is best picture. This is all of that wrapped in one. So this okay, isn't okay, just yeah. those specific pieces. It's so, all of it. I think Tar did like I said, yeah. But I don't know. Then I then I'm when I watch uh, uh what's it called uh, 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 uh oh god Triangle of Sadness. I don't know that one too though. It it had a great acting. It had a horrible scene. <laughs> 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 the boat scene, the boat scene, the boat scene, the one, and you know, you know. Yeah, I'm not really gonna say it. And then the ending, and I loved it. it. It, yeah, I can see how that one could win, but also I can see how, I, to be honest, I haven't seen The Fablements and also Woman Talking. So those are the two movies I haven't seen yet. So and, oh, and everything, everywhere, all at once. Those three. So so to so. to what I was saying about how the winners are one, I think the Fablements. Or everything, everywhere, all at once would be the winners because those yeah. are the two that are a little bit of that. Nobody, I don't think, disliked the Fablemans. I don't think that. I think that's going to be one of those that it's at least yeah. top three. If yeah, I think it's going to be at least top three for most of the of the um, 
uh, the judges. I think most of the judges are going to put that one and everything everywhere all at once in top three. While Triangle of Sadness, I think, is a little more... And Triangle of Sadness, Tar, uh, the other movies are there a little bit more niche than niche than the other ones. So I don't think mm-hmm. everyone... I don't think it's going to be on the top three for most. So that's where that's where like that voting works. That's how that voting works, where it's like I don't most people aren't gonna put Elvis, most people aren't gonna put Banshees, Avatar, Top Gun Maverick, because again, this is about pretentious people for most part. I don't think most people are putting Top Gun Maverick in top three. No. They they're not gonna put the guy who's like <laughs> I mean, the acting was great, but not as great as the other movies. Which, like you which, said, yeah. everything everywhere at once, or or Tar, or even uh, the Banshee of Inisherin. So that's it, this is where it gets like maybe you think okay. Tar should be the winner. I think I think Tar should definitely should have a say. I I like you. I I like Tar a lot, and I like Trigo Sadness a lot. But I don't think everyone or the majority of the people are going to keep it up there yeah which is why i think it's going to be the favorites or everything ever all at once because i think so that's how it works then it, yeah it gets a little like it gets weird like i said it's not a perfect system and it they they end up like last year's winner um oh shoot it the um oh no what's it called the one that won last year oh the movie i really loved i was so happy no, that man. I, no, 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 no. No, that no, no, no. Years ago. That was years ago. Uh, you're talking about the... The one with um, the deaf family. that I, Coda, Coda. Yeah. I, I did not think Coda was going to win because I thought that was... Yeah, um, you were surprised. You're like, wait, it won? I was and so happy won. for it, though. Yeah. I think that was my favorite... My, maybe my favorite movie of last year. I loved that movie. It was it was so it sweet. Made I, you I, you made it made you cry. I mean, it doesn't take a lot these days. <laughs> <laughs> but but it made me cry and there's such a it, it was a beautiful movie but that one i think is an uh, one of those examples another example of like i think most people really felt that movie endearing and loved it so that's why it won it wasn't as as uh, di- divisive as these other Look, movies i will avatar the way of the water great action film great scenes not the best acting I'm not saying there's better acting movies that, like you said. Although, but... Zoe Zaldana, she always kills. I mean, she yeah, kills no, it. like I said, not not everybody. So, but yes, yeah, she always kills. She always kills. It. She should have gotten nominated for Best Supporting Actress. You know what? You're right. I think I really do think so. But like I said, this ah oh, man, like I also the Banshee in a sharing. Who who are you cheering for, Danny? Who do you when you, when the nominations go up, the person whoever's announcing the nominees and the winner, who are you hoping what movie are you hoping they're gonna say? Oh, the uh, like I said, Tar. I yeah. that's just that movie stick to me, to be honest, Jay. I don't know. I like also the Banshee of Insurance and also Triangle Sinus. Yes. But somehow Tar, I don't know. It was just like it got me. It got me interested, it got me into the story. It, it like what it was not like Whiplash as much as I thought it was, but but also uh, it was just like the actress, she just played the character so well. I, To be honest, I if, if she were to tell me if she was like an actual person and she's like that, I believe it. Oh, Kate Bl- Blanchett? You believe Kate that she's Blanchett. actually like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, no, she, 
It, she was great. It, you know, and sometimes when I watch this type of movies, I try to like kind of like pretend I'm the the act the actor or the actress, and and just pretend to read the script and be like, this is how you have to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need to learn all this information, and you have to say it, and you have to be her or him or whatever. You, I just think that's really hard to do, in my opinion. It's hard to make it convincing. So yeah, I one of my one of my maybe not problematic, but I have a take on that one the marriage story with uh, Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah People yeah. loved Scarlett Johansson in that movie. I did not think she was good in it. And Adam Driver. I, sometimes Adam Driver was great. He he fucking he killed every scene. I think he was a lot better. And I hope that doesn't sound at all sexist. But mm-hmm. I really, ScarJo, I don't think is that good of an actress. And one of the things that that takes me out of movies sometimes is that when I start thinking to myself, that person is just acting right now. Like when they can make me believe that they're not acting, and they could be like this person, like you're mm-hmm. saying with Kate Blanchett and Tar. That's when I'm like, shit, you're you're like you're killing it. But for Scarlett Johansson, when she's when that famous fight scene when she's having with Adam Driver, I would look at her. And then I would think, oh, she's just acting right now. Mm. And obviously, they're all fucking acting. It's a movie. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. but some people but are you... more convincing in it. Yeah. And she didn't completely convince me that she is being is being this character. She convinced me that she's acting in this character. She convinced me that she can act like this. But she didn't convince me that she is like this. And this person. And that's where it gets like pretentious. Like, I'm pretty sure there's people listening and they're going to be like, oh, shut the fuck up, Jason. Like, <laughs> But... <laughs> That's just I do, I don't no, think she no. did very well in that movie, and it's that, that's just one of the examples of when I'm thinking to myself, oh, you're just acting. I'm like you took me out of this movie because you're just acting right now. It, that's what entire and also a, a little bit on the banishing of Inisherin uh, with the Colin Farrell. Yeah, it, it, those yeah those are the movies that I saw. I'm like oh, I mean I, I don't think Triangle of Sadness didn't have somebody, but I feel more with those two, especially with Tar. Did you know like, that that main actor from Triangle of Sadness? That's a kid from 1917. Oh my god. Oh my god. I know. No, I didn't. I, oh my god. I felt the same when I when I saw it, and I was like, "Oh, oh wow, that went right god. over my head." Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. That that. Oh, by the way, so Triangle of Sadness. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna spoil this movie because we want people to watch it. Oh wait. Oh my god. I'm so dumb. I'm wrong. What? I'm not not 1917. Not, no, That's Jeremy K. Shit, no. Yeah, not that one. I was thinking about it because I'm like, it looks differently, but then I was like, oh, maybe. It was... <laughs> no, it was a different movie. Shit, I'm wrong. Okay. Oh, fuck, I forgot. While you're looking at that, people should watch this movie, but that scene where uh, Triangle of Sadness, the scene at the, at the dinner, mm-hmm. the dinner scene, when they're when he's fighting with his girlfriend because the girl she's a supermodel, and he's just a model coming up, but she's already like you know important supermodel, and then they bring the check. Oh, that's it! <laughs> oh my god, Jason! I was like, I was actually like, I, I was watching it, and it was not as, uh, cringe. It was more like I'm embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> who who uh, are you siding with here? Who were who did oh, I, I'm uh, at first okay at first I was with a guy you know yeah because 
when whenever I was like, why is she not picking up the check? Why is she not paying for that? But then when she, he said, you said you were going to pay for it. So hold on, we should give a little bit of uh, and, yeah, you, and correct yeah, me yeah. when when I'm if I'm wrong or when I'm yeah. wrong about this because you watched it a little more recent than I did. Mm. Um, they're having dinner. This the main actor who's from the Kingsman. That's where I was surprised that he's on the the new one. Um, okay, okay, okay. And then the actress's girlfriend. They're at dinner. Looks like a fancy restaurant. And like uh-huh. Danny says, she's already a recognized model who makes more money than he does. Mm-hmm. And he's also a model, but at this point he wasn't. I don't think he was very recognized yet. And no, they're having no. dinner, and they're done. They're about to pay. He's waiting for her to grab the check. Yeah, she's, she's, do, on she's her doing her lipstick. She's like, yeah. she's, no, she's doing like her makeup, and she's just like, hmm. kind of you ignoring know? him. At this point, I yeah. thought I thought this was like a relationship that's not going to last, like at all. Yeah, but, that's what I thought too. That's exactly what I thought. And too. he's waiting there, and he's waiting, and then. She waits long enough where they, I forget how it goes down, but they end up talking about it where he's like, why didn't you pick up the check? Why, like, why didn't uh-huh. you even like glance at it? She's like, you asked me to come out. I assume you're going to pay for it. And he's like, yeah, but you should have some decency. And she, yeah, she says, I didn't see the check. Oh. <laughs> and, and that's he's like, wait, how you didn't see the check? Yeah. He's like, I was doing my, whatever. She was doing something. I was like, I did not see it. I didn't pay attention to it. So go ahead. Um, so they start talking about that, and she starts. He starts bringing up like I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Danny, but doesn't mm-hmm. he also bring up like equality? Like this shouldn't. Yes. Yeah. Right. It shouldn't just be the male. Like we're past that whole concept of males should be doing everything, and it should be super masculine for him to do that. And she's like, "This is a 20 me? minute scene, by the way." Because <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Was it really? So it, the the scene continues though. So after the, <laughs> they start <laughs> yeah. they start kind of arguing a little bit in the, in, when they're about to leave. <laughs> and then she's like, she she tries to pay. Oh yeah, and she then, eventually and then, to... and then the card doesn't go through. She's like, try it again. I have money. She's try it again. And then the guy's like, no, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. And then he feels really bad. He tries to pay. And then like, no, no. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay. He's like, I'm gonna pay you back or something. And then, so then the scene continues. It doesn't continue, but you know the story continues from there. They get into an Uber. It's like. And they start. That's when they start arguing about, you know, like you said. And then uh, she gets off on the car, and then the guy, the guy who was driving them, you need to fight for her. He said something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because he heard the argument, and he goes to her, and they're in the elevator, and they're arguing. He's like opening the car. That's when he gets more aggressive. And that's when you start saying, when he's well, when you, not not physically aggressive. Not physically, no. But he just starts being like. What is that about? Yeah, like equality or something like that. Like, you yeah, he, don't get it. Go ahead. He, yeah, I was just gonna say. Yeah, he he starts. Um, he he continues the conversation. So she kind of wants it to die down, and he it's still you could tell it's still bugging him when they're on the elevator. Just wants to see yeah. that point. Go ahead. Yeah, he it, it just bugs him, and then so they're arguing in the elevator. He keeps opening the door, and they like keep arguing. It's like that's not the issue, and she's like. The issue is like you said this, and then this and that. Pretty much, they, yeah, talking about how the men should not always like society thinks the man always has to pay for everything. And that's not what he's not trying to be like that in the relationship. He's trying to be equal, equal. And so anyway, which, they fight. Which, to his defense, real quick, I, I, uh-huh. I didn't. It, for me, it didn't come off as like a cheap. Like he wanted to be cheap. It came off as like he. For me, he seemed like he was being genuine about it, wanting to be to build equality. For me. I don't. I don't yeah, know if no, you no, took no, away no. from that, 
but it didn't yeah. seem like yeah. he wanted to be he did he wasn't trying to be cheap or he didn't want to be like you make more money so you should pay for it all the time he want it seemed like he was being genuine about it but wanting to build equality and it to be different and this is the point where like you, you think the guy is like okay dude you you're like okay calm down dude like you know because the girl she's trying to be all calm and everything so anyway they kind of separated right. he goes to back to her to the room she comes like hours later hours. and then they start, and then she's like uh they start talking like like i'm sorry okay she says so sorry to him and then you can ask me anything whatever and she's like, and he asked her do you so about the check do you actually sell a check and like and she's like yeah it's like i'm sorry i, I tend not to control stuff so that's when you're like okay the guy was kind of right she kind of she's kind of like controlling in a way and but that whole scene is like 15 minutes or something like that but it's just really like <laughs> it does get it's tense like, it feels tense it does it feels tense and also it feels like a like this, they, they were watching some, 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 somebody's fighting or something like that because it looked, it felt really like I'm pretty sure it has happened to someone. Yeah. So, uh, we, yeah. sorry, we went off on a tangent there. Yeah. It's, um, but it, it's, good. yeah, it's a good movie. Danny, so j- just to bring it back. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, so you're cheering for Tar. I cheer for Tar, but like you said, you're right. I feel like, I, I do feel like that either the Fablements or everything everywhere all at once are the ones that are because those two movies are getting so much praise people are like oh i'm liking this movie and the famous they look people who don't watch a lot of these are you know like you say art movies whatever artsy fartsy artsy fartsy they they do they, they are talking about the fablemans and also how yeah they like the movie a lot so i i think i'm like i'm cheering for the Fablemans. I think that's who I want to win. I think that's when I hear if I hear that I'll be happy. But I think the I think if I hear Avatar, Elvis, or Top Gun, without I haven't seen women talking, so I don't know. But if mm-hmm. I hear those three movies, I think I would be a little I think I would be disappointed and start saying that the Oscars has sold out. <laughs> I would start becoming very cynical and saying that, wow, this is BS. They should not. Have You're going to start protesting. You're going to make a sign. I'm going to come right on You're gonna the podcast do... and I'm going to be so upset. You're going to make a signature poll. It's like, please sign this so we can, you know, change the the make, Oscars. Make the Oscars great again. Yeah, make the Oscars great again. <laughs> <laughs> Campaign. I, Look, yeah. I, I don't think those should, any either of those three should win. I I at first when I first saw the all the nominations, I thought to myself, this is a lackluster and boring year. But I started thinking more and more about it. I was looking at the nominees and I was like, actually, I don't I, I really didn't fall in love with any of these movies too much, mm-hmm. but they were all really great. Like so many of these movies were great. I just it they never none of them hit me the way Coda did or La La Land or other movies previously where I'm like man I really hope this wins I like I'm really cheering for it um, none of these really hit me in that way but they all had some sort of significance yeah like I said uh, the the with the bashings of Inisherin it just made me appreciate friendships because actually friendships matters. <laughs> yeah yeah no you're right and like and like what what happened in the movie and forgiveness is forgiveness is yeah 
some people can let go. It, the thing is, you gotta like for for calm Brendan Gleeson's character. I mm-hmm. kind of understood what he was doing, but he did it in such a negative manner and such a yeah immature way too. Like the way he was handling is so immature, in my opinion. You're not my friend no more. It, it's like mm-hmm. like you want to grow up, but then you're not even growing up as a person. It seems like you're being so dumb and and it, it's such a dumb way to react to this. And exaggerated to like the the whole ordeal with him and and uh, Colin Farrell's character and Colin yeah, Farrell was like, also immature because I mean he didn't yeah. get it through his thick skull he didn't get it like dude like he's up <laughs> like, so this this movie is just it, it's literally 1923 there this uh, this there's this little tiny little village next to in somewhere in Ireland and by by the ocean right by the beach. And this, they just, there's nothing else to do besides hanging out with your friends in the pub yeah. as guys or girls. Sometimes they go there and sing when they had time off or whatever and then do farming. And the main character has a friend and he's about to go visit his friend. But his best friend doesn't want to talk to him pretty much. All of a sudden. And then, <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah, that's in the trailer where he's like, you liked me. You liked me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I find you dull. Dull. I'm not dull. <laughs> dull. Should we just recreate? Should we just be them too? Okay, 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 okay. Okay. But you liked me just fine yesterday. Yeah, but I don't like you now. I don't like Today, you no more. I don't like you no more. <laughs> We're terrible <laughs> at this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, the story seems so simple, right? It seems so simple. But it it it, it goes there. It. Yeah, there's there's something in there where the simplicity of the shots of the, just all it is is just the house of the with the relationship that he has with his sister, older sister, I think, and then a donkey, a dog, and a kid who just <laughs> does he just <laughs> what likes kid. to drink. I mean, but that's that kid has like a whole different. Oh. That's like a whole different story in itself of, of being in, in a shitty situation and not really know how to handle it. And yeah, he was he himself was also dull, but it wasn't exactly his fault. He's got a he had a tough relationship with his father, and they live Ooh. in such a in already oh. such a tough environment. Which, and, by the way, his dad used to do things to him. Yeah, no yeah, 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 yeah. But it was just like, whoa! You did not have to tell this. You didn't. Because the story is something else. It's and then they up. tell us this, and I'm like, God, ah, oh, man, I'm more sad about this than that other fucking shit. Fuck that guy's fingers. <laughs> oh, all right, Jason, Jason. Okay, we're going off too far. We're going off too far. These are all we're good try- movies. What we're trying to say, all these movies are good, especially those uh, like Tar and them. They just have something. You, you, you should, like you're right, Jason. You should watch this well, they movie have, because. It's not just something. They, they have love and care and thoughtfulness. Yeah. To and. This is, I mean, I'm, I'm known in my friend group. I'm known in my in our friend group to be pretentious about this shit. But it's because, I there's so much there's so much to look at. It's, it they put so much effort into all their movies, and I feel like people then watch Transformers, and I'm over here criticizing Transformers because <laughs> when you look at them both, it's just like this is shit. This is they don't care about any of you watching the movie. They just want you to turn off your brain and just be so mindful about watching these movies 
So then that's so, when that's when I everyone's like, shut up, you're being annoying. And it's like, but then you watch movies like you watch movies like Tar, and you're like, oh, okay, these are significant movies that could be impactful in someone's life or be a little more understanding or see different point of views and understand how power can affect somebody's mentality as we saw in tar and triangle of the, sadness triangle like, sadness when <laughs> well yeah. we, let's not even say that because i did not no, expect no, that no, no. that it, to go where it goes and i was so happy for it i was it, it was great triangle sadness is literally I feel a triangle of things that happens there's a first part there's a second part and, a, and yeah, yeah and literally and literally, <laughs> there is literally like that movie. You will you will not expect what happens next, and it all works out. There seems to so, be a common theme lately, though, in movies of rich people making movies about rich people and not liking it, <laughs> not liking <laughs> what these rich people are doing. You've been and telling he, me this. Yeah, and, and good for them because because I don't know if you've seen the White Lotus, Denny, on HBO no, no, the show. No. This this that one also has a theme of like people not caring for each other these days because they have money and that's all they care about and the way they react to certain situations the white lotus is really well made too i i barely started watch i barely watched the two seasons like a month or two ago and it that one's also in lines with rich people doing what rich people do just like triangle sadness triangle sadness is so much about wealth inequality and power and how they gain the power through bullshit and there's a lot to uh, that movie. Yeah, there's literally the uh, the old couple. Oh my god! It's so much uh, of it. So much of it. It's such a fun I, ride. The more I talk about it, the more you re- like remind me of these things. I'm like, fuck, that movie was awesome. <laughs> Just yeah, you, definitely watch it. I I don't know. I'm starting to Jason. Yeah, I might ask you some some other recommendations. I just started to enjoy these type of movies more and more I, I i guess i'm in an age where like you know what i get to enjoy understand because i can see when you watch this young you're like hmm, don't really get it because you're trying to you don't know much about the world yeah as you get older it, it makes more sense when you watch this type of movies. yeah it's different mentalities it's different yeah. point of views i always some people don't like to rewatch movies and i i it's hard hard disagree for me because you're just different point of view in your time at like there's a movie i don't know if you heard of boyhood um, yeah uh richard linklater one of my favorite directors he he did a movie about this boy literally every 12 years they would re i think it was 12 they would revisit the same cast like in real life danny and then they would, oh yeah it's really cool and clever but it's about this boy growing up so it's literally they filmed this boy when he was i think they started when he was like Oh, shit i don't remember maybe it wasn't 12 years i think it was like closer to five yeah, years he looks like yeah he looks like he's really young well yeah the but beginning. then it, it goes all the way 2002, up until 2013 yeah it yeah. goes all the way up until he becomes like a, a i think a teenager like late teenager mm-hmm. i think graduating high school and i haven't seen the movie since it first came out but i imagine it's gonna have a di- i'm going to think of the movie differently now and i told junior i was like you should probably think about rewatching boyhood maybe uh-huh. you'll view it in a different line now that he has a son and like what it was what it might be like for that kid or for you and different point of view so i'm a big proponent in rewatching movies because it's like you said different point of views maybe when you were younger you wouldn't understand these movies but now you're like oh shit i could relate 
and it's that's, hit that's, you what happened with, uh, that's what happened with that's what happened with uh uh no country, no country yeah. yeah i literally watched it when it came not when it came out but like you know a couple years when it came out and i i was like okay it's, it's a good action in my mind it's a cool action movie i guess but now i was like Thriller. oh shit yeah i was like oh shit this is actually more than what it is a lot of these movies are and that's again that's where i get back to like me being annoying about it and it's like there, there's so a lot of these movies danny i wouldn't even call them my favorite movies but i think i'm i think i'm comfortable in recognizing the art of it mm-hmm. but it like i'm not gonna call tar my favorite movie like I, w- I wouldn't i wouldn't say that's top 10 for me but i understand this the the impact it can have and how well made it was and well written you know what i mean I know what you mean. I, I yeah. I, I, I right now recently I've been thinking about Tombstone. I I actually I recently watched Tombstone, Danny. Oh, did you really? <laughs> I didn't love it. I was gonna say that, but but I'm scared of not liking Tombstone. But then again, I consider Tombstone kind of like the what's it called Wild Wild West with you know. <laughs> Tombstone's a little kinda, more serious. I know it's more serious, but you know what I mean. Like the quality, like yeah, it's just more funner. I guess I want to say then this then three ten to Yuma or whatever was that I think that's that's what's called right three ten to Yuma I remember that one that one was yeah bad. I remember that yeah that's pretty good it's a in three ten to Yuma it's an old movie based on that old movie if I remember yeah. from the sixties mm-hmm. but I when I watched that movie also a couple years ago I saw that movie and I was like wow this is actually pretty good Kristen yeah. Bell and like I forgot that what's his name uh fuck I forgot but we watching movies that were back then like the like the, you know groundbreaking and looking it out with the how old like you know how we older now it, it does make a change it You're does right. it does and it's a big difference and anyways i think i think we've talked talked plenty about this i think this is a good place to wrap up best picture danny's vote is for tar i think my vote ends up being the fablemans after all i think that mm-hmm. one just had a little more heart to it than that i that i liked had more heart that I liked, so it was a little more in line with my taste. I think I don't know. There's so many freaking good movies. I cried for everything, uh, everywhere, all at once. As also though, like I, okay. I cried in that movie. May, I, I'm just a little bitch. Is what no, Jason. Just, just right now for people who like, you know, not like I said, I was not one of them. I didn't watch those, like you say, art movie. But now I'm watching, starting to watch this ones, and they, they're getting me. What would you suggest? For the people who listen to the podcast to watch right now, from these, the one, yeah, from these ten, for uh, or just in general of all mm-hmm. these recommend. Shit, there's a lot of movies here. There's a lot of movies. There's too many. You telling me to choose one? Okay, I, look, I'll get I'll... from the from these ten. The thing is, you can't just jump into movies like Tar without some preparation, no. like yeah. in terms of movies, because these a lot of people are going to find these boring. I think from these ten. I think the one I would say that is a little more artsy fartsy that is watchable for like um everyday audiences, I think would be Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, you're right. I think that one or even All Quiet on the Western Front, because that one's really tense. So I think that one could keep people a little more um drawn 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 in. And I think Triangle of Sadness. Because I, I already assume Top Gun Maverick, you know where you're getting there. Avatar, yeah. you know where you're getting there. And Elvis, you know where you're getting there. So I'm keeping those three out of out of sight, out of mind. And everything all everywhere all at once. That one's the most rewatchable, watchable of all of these, I think. Mm-hmm. 
But I think if you're going to looking for that artsy fartsy bullshit, I think Triangle of Sadness aligns a little more with um, people being able to to sit through it without being like, oh fuck, I find this boring. I think. Yeah, because I I do see I can see how the benching of insurance can be boring. Yeah. For some reason, it's like well, ah, I don't get the point. Yeah. I couldn't. I was really hard to understand the accent. I want. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You get used to it. No <laughs> judgment, by the way. It. If you guys like, if people don't like these movies, I get it. It's not for everybody. I I I don't think Banshees, Tar, Fablemans, Women Talking are going to be for everybody. They're not. They're not for everybody. But I, I, you get used to but, it. You start. But to... if it gets to you, it gets to you. Yeah. What they're trying to say because, like I said, Tar was the one that I just at, at I first you. I was like, it got me because she just played it so well, like the in, in the story immediately and in the ending. Oh, we didn't even we didn't talk about this. And I don't we can't get... talk about the no, we can't talk about the ending we, right we, now. Me and Danny don't completely agree on the significance and the meaning of the ending. Not, but we're we're like almost in the same line. But I think yeah. it, I think it's a little more like you think it's a little more upbeat. I think it's more downbeat. I think it's more that. upbeat. Yeah, uh, I I, I disagree with that part, and I love it. Hopefully, there, there is... we can talk about it once the Oscars comes out. Once you know, if you didn't watch it by then, you're not gonna watch it. On this is Jason. She she won't stop. That's the thing about her. Mm-hmm. She will not stop. She'll not be content with what she. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But I don't think it's gonna right. matter. We'll, we'll see. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um, so <laughs> sorry um that's been our oscar talk i talked a lot today danny i got my pretentiousness my annoyance thank you for giving me this platform to be annoying you know if they listen to this podcast thank you guys for listening thank you for you. sticking around right? this long yeah because this is like i said I'll, i don't even know some of these actors names i have to look it up I'm like oh who's this person oh who's this person because i'm not a type of guy jay you 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 did you tend to be more into that, but I I'm not. But hey, if you stick to us, you know. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah 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 yeah. If you want, when when we catch us during catch us during the the Oscars, we'll be live streaming. We'll be live reacting. That's gonna be a maybe a better time than listening to all this BS because then we're gonna be able to have fun and talk to each other and you know go through commercials and just talk bullshit i think that one's that one's gonna be a little more lighthearted, a little more light than this this was probably yeah. a little too serious of conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. i might my put my my black suit and then i'm my, thinking about putting know, on a suit and, as well daddy and then just drinking some wine and watching oh my this god and... i love that let's get a cheese board let's have individual <laughs> oh, cheese boards let's do uh, this charcuterie yeah you got it charcuterie if some say um Anyways, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for hearing our rambles. I hope we didn't bore you too much. If we did, we're sorry. We're going to get back to our BS shortly soon. This is one of those Jason episodes. One of those that I want to talk. I've been... Jason, don't, don't bring yourself down. Jason. I'm not bringing myself down. I just don't yeah. think a lot of people want to listen to all this shit. People already get annoyed at me talking about it when we're talking about uh, it uh, yeah, colloquially. And people are like, oh, Jason, shut up. Anyways. <laughs> Okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Um, before we head out, before I give our fa- our final mm-hmm. final mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. rigmarole thing, Danny, let's not forget mm-hmm. about last minute jokes with Danny.
Hey, Jason, I, uh, you know why I call you the tragic movie? I don't know. Why do you call me a tragic movie, Danny? Because it never ends. All right, guys. <laughs> oh, wait, that's a good one. I like that one. I think that's <laughs> the best one since. That's a pretty good one. Before we head out, though, Danny, before we close it out, uh, don't forget uh, to follow us on Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Sunday Morning Tangents. I hope. I can't remember exactly, Danny. I feel really dumb, but I don't remember. Some of it might be SM Tangents, but I think for the most part, you could look up Sunday Morning Tangents. Sunday Morning hope, Tangents. And I hope it comes up. We're going to get a. We're gonna get someone out there. I don't want to say because I don't know if they want to say their name. We're going to get someone out there talking about uh, posting stuff for us, hopefully, maybe. At mm-hmm. least saying when mm-hmm. we're live. At least saying mm-hmm. check out this episode, talking about the episodes. So keep an eye out for that. Follow us like this like whatever follow everything like everything turn on those bell notifications because i don't know what it does but people always tell people to turn on the bell notifications yeah yeah that's the thing they always they, they always, always say remind it. you yeah they always say it like they please turn on the notification because i guess for that's... whatever reason just do it just do it and also danny i didn't forget shout out to leo thanks for oh, listening yeah, yeah. shout thanks out for to listening, leo because yeah little buddy like we did her yeah little buddy just a shout out for you hopefully you like this podcast <laughs> this was exactly <laughs> for him leo if you want to talk about movies hit me up <laughs> he really loves the song of the hedgehog movie <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't who doesn't thanks for listening everybody this is great good night and good luck <laughs>